Good morning. Welcome to Axios Today. It's Friday, February 19th. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Here's what you need to know today. How Black churches are stepping in to help their communities get vaccinated. Plus, Texas water shortages and today's one big thing, the political paralysis in the Lone Star State. It's Friday, and we are introducing something new here on the pod. Our politics managing editor, Margaret Talib, will be joining us on Fridays to catch you up quick on the week's political news with a little dose of Axios analysis. Today, the fallout from winter storms in Texas, a spotlight on governors, and the Perseverance rover landing on Mars. Good morning, Margaret. Good morning, Nyla. So let's start with the big story this week. These winter storms have really just crippled the country. It's really bad in Texas where there are hundreds of thousands of people without power because of these storms. How are you thinking about the politics of all of this? Wow. It's been such an incredible story, I think in part because it just seems so surreal. But it's sort of this perfect storm, right, where you've got politically isolated infrastructure, right, the Texas energy grid. You've got old infrastructure, that's not prepared for massive weather events. You've got massive weather events, which are going to spur all the conversations about climate change. And if we're not ready for this, how can we be ready for the future? This is the mini energy version, hopefully on a shorter span than the coronavirus, where people can't focus on the real problem because they're focused on the politics. Margaret, the second story I wanted to talk to you about is what's going on with America's governors. We've got Governor Cuomo and Governor Gavin Newsom both in hot water this week. Yeah, it's a really interesting turn of events. Gavin Newsom in California, Andrew Cuomo in New York. And now look what's going on. This massive investigation into um, extent of a cover-up of nursing home deaths in New York. In Gavin Newsom's case, the epic dinner at the French Laundry, which has become this massive political albatross, but also just frustrations about how coronavirus has been handled. These are people who, when Donald Trump could either be their foil or could be making so many mistakes that it was easy for them to stand in contrast to him. Now that he's out of the way, the heat's on them. The buck stops with them. And these governors are facing, in some cases now in this country, massive political crisis. Margaret, let's end by taking a page from our colleague Mike Allen, who always likes to wish everyone having the best day. And can I ask you what your best news story of the week was? Oh, it's the Mars rover. No question about it. You know, it's 3.55, 3.56, something like that, p.m. Thursday afternoon. I'm thinking about how Republicans and Democrats can't get their act together and about how Texas has no power and about how COVID's rampant and nobody can get vaccines. And that all feels pretty bleak. And there's like a hailstorm outside and you put on the TV and that control room in NASA... Touchdown confirmed. Perseverance safely on the surface of Mars, ready to begin taking the sand. And you just imagine the possibilities and the future. And I just burst into tears. It was so exciting and it was wonderful. Thanks, Margaret. Margaret Talib is the managing editor of politics for Axios. We'll be back in 15 seconds with an update on water shortages caused by the winter storms. Welcome back to Axios Today. Here's where things stand in Texas, where a power crisis has now become one about water. 
With the electricity slowly being restored, millions of Texans are facing boil water orders. The outages forced many treatment plants to shut down, which means hundreds of water providers are having problems getting the water going again. And as freezing temperatures continue, the water in nearly half the state was shut off to prevent bursting pipes, leading some local TV stations like KVUE in Austin to try to help residents flush their toilets. Now I know the snow got us into this mess, but it's gonna help us get out of it too. So I'm filling a bucket with as much snow as possible and emptying that into my tub. It's not just Texas. Millions in Louisiana and Oklahoma are also having problems with access to safe drinking water. Yesterday, President Biden approved an emergency declaration for all three states. Access to the coronavirus vaccine has not been equal. 24 states have reported data broken down by race and ethnicity, and that shows two times as many white Americans have gotten vaccinated than black Americans. Whether it's a vaccination site that's too far away or an online registration site that hasn't been publicized, there are barriers to getting vaccinated that affect black communities more than others. It's those kinds of issues of access that really, I think, create the greater level of suspicion and sense of, well, this is going to be a problem as opposed to this is an opportunity. Teresa Jefferson Snorton is the presiding bishop of the Christian Methodist Episcopal Church's 5th District that includes more than 200 churches across Alabama and Florida, where they have been working on several campaigns to increase vaccinations. Bishop Jefferson Snorton, thank you for being with us. I appreciate it. Thank you for the invitation and opportunity. So what have you all been doing to expand access to the vaccine? Here in Alabama, we have identified churches that have parking lots where we can do pop-up vaccinations because, you know, some of the typical sites that have been used, particularly in the Birmingham area where I reside, there are people who will have transportation issues just getting there. Even if they were to get signed up and get an appointment, how do they get there? The times. People work from 8 to 5 during the day. One of the sites has expanded to have Sunday hours. I've not seen any public service announcements. So we're pretty much trying to create our own so that people get the information. So it's not information for a select few. So you're creating your own messaging? Yes, we are. We're going to have a town hall next Sunday on Facebook Live. We just kind of walk people through, here's what the vaccination is, here's how you get access. Because, you know, if people feel like they don't have access or they don't know how to identify the resources, then they're apt to say, well, okay, never mind. I'll just skip it. I myself have been extremely frustrated. I'm on three different lists. I almost was going to get a vaccine tomorrow, but due to the bad weather, the shipment didn't arrive. <laughs> I can understand where a person who wasn't as invested would just say, well, never mind, forget it. Too much trouble. I wonder what you think the church's role should be in public health crises, like what we're going through right now with COVID-19. Well, if the church is authentically who I believe the church should be, then the church is about service. I mean, Jesus was very much into healing. He was a public health servant. We can't really talk about the gospel of Jesus Christ and ignore the amount of attention he paid to those who were sick and to those who were suffering. I don't see how a church can ignore public health. 
Teresa Jefferson Snorton is the presiding bishop of the Christian Methodist Episcopal Church's 5th District. Bishop, thank you for taking the time to speak with us. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Nyla. Speaking of vaccines, we have a new free short video course on how exactly the COVID-19 vaccines were developed and how rollout will go. It's called Get Smart Vaccines, and Axios is science and health journalists can help you understand vaccine history as well as the science and technology behind it. I'll tweet the link and we'll put it in our show notes as well. That's it for us this week. Axios Today is brought to you by Axios and Pushkin Industries. We're produced by Carol Wu, Nuria Marquez-Martinez, and Naomi Shaven. Our mix engineer is Alex Sugiyara. Our executive producer is Dan Bobkoff, and Sarah Kailani Gu is our executive editor. And special thanks to Axios co-founder Mike Allen. At Pushkin, our executive producers are Lita Malad and Jacob Weisberg. Thanks so much for all your great reviews. We all appreciate it, especially because it makes it easier for others to find our podcast. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. And I hope you have the best weekend.